0: The Rebel Yell Podcast, getting you ready for the WPIAL Girls Basketball Playoff. It's our big Girls Basketball Playoff Preview Edition here on the Trib Live High School Sports Network. What a a tremendous time of year. I mentioned it Monday during the bracket show that this is like, uh, for all high school basketball fans, this is like Christmas, right? Uh, We've unwrapped the first present, which was the pairings. And now for the next two weeks, uh, we will uh, rock and roll all the way to uh, our coverage of the championships. Again, let me remind everybody, we don't have the exclusive rights anymore as we have over the last 20-some years, but we will be broadcasting um, games on the Trib Live High School Sports Network, some video streams, some audio streams, but, you know, again, we're trying to bring all the fans' uh, coverage of uh, the postseason. There are various outlets that are also streaming um, these ba- these basketball games. So more the merrier. So just to, so everybody um, can have their game uh, shine on the on the on the bright lights on the bright lights of center stage this time of year as it should be. All right. Well, we talked with Chris Harlan with the boys' basketball playoff preview, and I've been sort of teasing this now. We have a special guest who will lend her knowledge to the upcoming 2024 WPIL girls' basketball playoffs. Drum roll, please. Bring her in, Chris. My my fingers were hurting doing the drum roll. <laughs> Riley Calacay, the talented uh, junior from Upper St. Clair, who unfortunately uh, is sidelined for this postseason. But we're keeping her busy. We're keeping her off the street, so to speak, and out of trouble. uh, As she is going to lend her expertise over the next few weeks. Riley, thank you for joining us and happy Valentine's Day.
1: Oh, happy Valentine's Day to you too. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Before we get going, how's the knee?
1: It's a little better. I had a really good physical therapy session today. Um, I'm actually cleared to start sleeping without my brace on, which is oh, nice. a big step in the right direction. I have not been getting the best night's sleep. So let's just say that. Um, but that's a big step for me, uh, which means soon I can start doing more weight bearing things with weights that are not just my body weight, uh, which is another big step, but it's, it's going really well
0: is there is there any pain involved even when you're not putting pressure on it
1: um i mean sometimes if i turn in right. the wrong direction it'll feel a little uncomfortable to say the least um but it's definitely getting a lot more manageable uh definitely tolerable nothing that's crazy outrageous anymore
0: all right well uh as i mentioned riley um i mean obviously her expertise is in 6A and specifically the upper St Claire Panthers but she's been playing this game for so long even before her high school career she knows a lot of the top players and she's been studying up to uh, as far as the other classifications uh, for some some teams to watch here over the next couple of weeks so we'll start we'll kind of start in, in in class 6A. Uh, we won't even bother throwing the brackets up. Chris Lackner, producer, will do that throughout this podcast and the other classes. But like uh, the boys, it's only an eight-team tournament, no first round. They go right into the quarterfinals, and those games won't be till next Thursday, so we can talk more about them next week in our uh, playoff, uh, girls basketball playoff update show uh, or podcast. But the, the question I had for you, um, you know, I talked to coaches, Uh, Some who, if their teams are banged up, physically worn out, they appreciate this little break, and others who just can't stand it. Um, As far as these girls playing 6A basketball, their regular season ended, some of them, last Friday or Saturday. Some may have played on Monday, but they're not going to play till Thursday. 10, 11, 12, 13-day gap between games. What did you do as a player? How did you try to stay mentally focused during that long time off?
1: Well, we we didn't have very many days off, um, which helped a lot actually. The first three days after our last game we had off, um, and then we kind of just jumped right back into it. We started scouting almost immediately, which definitely helped us like regain focus as soon as we were back. Uh, and definitely just the whole, idea of them pounding it in our heads like our coaches pounding it in our heads that this is playoff um it's not this is not regular season anymore it's a lot more serious uh just having that idea in the back of my head definitely drove me to just stay focused on what was in front of me and not regular section play
0: now i know there's there's uh, during that lull there's some scrimmages peppered in here and there uh and a lot of practice as you mentioned but That's not game action. I mean, by the time you get to the game, are you, like, uh, bouncing off the wall, ready to go?
1: Well, it's definitely a very adrenaline-filling moment whenever you step onto the court for an actual game as opposed to practice. Right. Um, But I say as soon as the game starts, it's definitely, it winds down. But there's a lot of adrenaline leading up to it, a lot of nerves, definitely a lot of excitement. But I think as soon as the game actually starts, a lot of it settles down.
0: All right, so again, we'll talk about those eight quarterfinal games in 6A um, next week when we talk more about the quarterfinals. Focus more on the on on first round coming up. And in Class 5A, that starts on Tuesday, uh, the uh, 20th of February, all the first round games. And again, the WPIL, uh, if you're a higher seed in 90% of the cases, they are going to uh, – you're going to have a home – Uh, playoff game. So that is the case for our top seed, Oakland Catholic, as we take a look at the left side of the bracket. What a season for Oakland Catholic. The only district team to uh, go undefeated, Uh, Oakland Catholic, no question, the number one team. Now, they don't know their opponent yet. They have to wait. the winner. Friday, the one preliminary round game um, is Penn Hills, Thomas Jefferson. I'll have a chance to have the call on that one at TJ Friday night. At 7 o'clock, uh, the winner of the Indians and Jaguars goes on to play Oakland Catholic. The other three games on the left side of the bracket, the 8-9 game, Plum is at North Hills at 7 o'clock. Penn Trafford visits Lincoln Park. What a season uh, for the Leopards. This program is not that old, but uh, the last couple of years, uh, they've been a dominant force, especially this year, only two losses. They are the number four seed, and they will host Penn Trafford. And I think the Warriors are leaving now to get there in time for Tuesday. That's how far of a trek that is um, for PT. And the number five seed is Armstrong. The Riverhawks will be hosting the Latrobe Wildcats. Anything stick out in those four matchups in in Class 5A, Riley?
1: Well, I know Lincoln Park and McKeesport are both very strong teams, especially their defense is – they're not letting up many points. Let's just say that. Obviously, Oakland Catholic is. They've been a very strong team for a very long time. They're likely favored. Um, but I think the two teams that are also really up there are Sport and uh, Lincoln Park.
0: Yeah, the uh, the Leopards. Uh, I mentioned only two losses. Now one of them came, um, in down the stretch against a a white hot Trinity team. As we go to the other side. Of the 5A brackets. Um, the Keysport, there that you see at the top, uh, they will be hosting Hampton on Tuesday at seven o'clock. A good one in the 10 7 game. Moon, another long trek as they go from west to east to take on Indiana. Trinity mentioned the Hillers, big win over Lincoln Park. They have the number three seed. And I think that victory over the Leopards late is part of the reason why Trinity. Is at number three. The Hillers will be hosting Woodland Hills, a team that upset Trinity. I don't. It was. I think it was last year, in the WPIAL playoffs at Trinity. That's where the game will be this year. And Mars at South Fayette. The Lions, the two-time defending five A champions, are the number six seed. Uh, you mentioned McKeesport as a team to watch, Riley. What about uh, some of the other teams on this? What looks to be kind of stacked bottom of the bracket
1: yeah absolutely I mean obviously South Bay has had a great program for a long time um there I'm surprised to see them ranked sixth and a little bit higher because they've had a great season here and there uh Trinity I know has some great players I've played with a few of them um so they're another team that can go pretty far um and I think obviously Armstrong will be pretty good uh but those are probably some of the ones that really stand out to me
0: Emma Paul, uh, one of the standouts uh, for the uh, Armstrong River Hawks,
1: yeah.
0: um, and also uh, uh, Bella Antonia, right? Bella Antoni it was our uh, girls basketball player of the week. Outstanding senior from Indiana High School, uh, they're trying to look for a long run in uh, in the postseason. So the biggest tournament in girls is 5A with 17 teams. The top seven teams will uh, make it to the uh, PIAA state playoff. So once you get into the quarterfinals, got to win one game, but you get into the quarterfinals, odds are pretty good. Seven of those eight teams that make it to round two will make it to the PIAA playoff. Did you face any of these? I'm assuming, but I don't know. uh, Did you face any of these 5A teams? this year before you got hurt?
1: Yeah, we played. I played in the South Bayon game. That was our first game of the season. And then I played in our moon game, which was end of December. That was actually, I think it was my second to last game before I was done.
0: Okay. All right. So uh, that's the 5A bracket. Let's go to uh, class 4A. 12 teams. So there are four first-round byes. There you see it. Uh, we'll start on the left side as you're looking at it. Blackhawk is the number one seed, 20-2 and two record this season, champions of Section 2. They'll play the winner of the 8-9 game, which is Greensburg-Salem hosting Hopewell. That game is Tuesday, the 20th, at 7 p.m. The fourth seed is the Highlands' Golden Rams, 16-6 record. They will play the winner of the 12-5 game, that's Laurel Highlands and Quaker Valley Laurel Highlands 18 and two record, but the WPIL gave Highlands the nod. So those two, the golden Rams of Highlands, the Mustangs of Laurel Highlands could meet in a quarterfinal matchup. And that would be at Highlands. So big advantage, uh, at the four at the C compared to a five C because you get a buy in a home game in the quarterfinals. Um, Riley, before we get to the bottom half of the bracket, what strikes you at the top of the bracket?
1: Well, obviously, Blackhawk has been a tremendous program for a long time now. Not a doubt in my mind that they'll do really well. Uh, Laurel Highlands is another one that I've heard really good things about. Their defense is another one that just doesn't let up many points. Um, I I think those are two that I think that are going to go really far. Highlands, we've played them before. They have some great shooters on that team. Uh, they're another team that really likes to push the ball uh so they gave us some great competition but the, I mean those are honestly the couple of things that stand out to me
0: you mentioned defense yeah I mean coaches say all the it's it's a cliche in all the sports right defense yeah. wins championships but you know on a night where if you have a top scorer and things aren't going his or her way uh or you you know you, you you're just the team collectively is having one of those. Awful shooting nights. Defense is always there, right? Night in and night out for those teams that really thrive at it.
1: Yeah, I mean, defense is a lot of effort. It's about heart. It's about how much you want to put into it. If you want to make the extra step to cover that extra inch of ground. Or if you don't. So it's just, if you can't do something on the offensive end, the best way to make it up is on the defensive. Yeah,
0: well said. All right, uh, let's take a look at the bottom half of the 4A bracket, Chris, if you would. North Catholic you talk about tradition. Holy moly. Uh, Molly Rotman's team, once again, an outstanding campaign. They are the number two seed, a first-round bye. They'll play the winner of the 10-7 game, West Mifflin, at Central Valley. That game is Tuesday at 7 o'clock. And then the other team with a first-round bye is third seed, Elizabeth Forward, winners of 19 of 21 games. They will play the winner of the Bell Vernon at Knock game, that game Tuesday at 7 o'clock. The quarterfinal games and the first games for Blackhawk, North Catholic, Elizabeth Forward, and Highlands, as you can see there, are on Friday, the 23rd. So, you know, we talked about 6A and a break. Those teams with buys and 4A also have a long break. What about uh, the right side or the bottom half of the bracket, Riley?
1: Oh, North Catholic men, they're, they're a team that's always, they're running everybody down. They have some great players. I mean, Elena Rocco, she's a smart basketball player, going to Harvard, put two and two together, She's a smart girl. She's somebody who's great to have on your team. Um, I would definitely say they're gonna be a favorite in the on their end of the bracket. I think coming around, if they end up with Blackhawk or say Sport in the long run, or I'm sorry, not McKeesport, uh, Laurel Highlands in the long run. I, I think that that will be a great game. Um, another team that's had a great – I think Knox had a great season. They had a pretty good record uh, both in and out of conference. Right. Uh, they should do pretty well. Um, but, I mean, that's that's about all I got for for them. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that's uh, – if Nock does get by Belverne, Vernon, that sets up a nice matchup with another uh, pretty solid team. Absolutely. And Elizabeth Forward. Uh, you, you mentioned Elena Rocca going to, going to Harvard. Yeah. Uh,
1: Man, she shows she's a Harvard player when she plays basketball, her basketball IQ is above a lot of people's.
0: Is that something that, um, that you see now, again, you're, you're, you're on the young side. It's not like I'm talking to a veteran coach here, but, um, the fact that, that as the girls game progresses, And continues to rise and get better overall. Part of the reason is because we're seeing more girls put the time and effort into being students of the game.
1: No, absolutely. I think, I mean, obviously it sucks to be sitting on the sidelines and watching and not being a part of the game. But it's, that's one of the best ways to learn, it, even watching film of yourself, watching film sure. of your team, other teams, just learning from an outside perspective and actually seeing the full court will definitely help your basketball IQ.
0: Class 4A, when all is said and done, six WPL teams will advance to the PIAA playoffs from Class 4A. All right, let's move to Class 3A now. Uh, Take a look at that bracket on the left-hand side. Avonworth, the defending champs. They have won 19 of 20 games and a much-deserved top seed. They're number one. They'll be hosting Apollo Ridge. These first-round games are coming up in a few days, Saturday, the 17th of February. Burrow, the number nine seed, will take on Keystone Oaks, the eighth seed. That game is noon at South Park on Saturday. Nishanik, Luann Grabowski, another outstanding legacy coach. Um, The Lancers uh, had those great district and state championship runs a few years ago. Fourth seed, they'll be hosting Brownsville on Saturday. And the South Park Eagles will be home. Two o'clock tip-off as they welcome 12th seed Mount Pleasant. What about uh, Class three? Did you get a chance either last year or this year to check out Avonworth because they're they're a fun team to watch
1: they're they're an impressive team. I think I ended up seeing a little bit of their Whipfield championship game last year. I caught a little bit of the end of it, but they're they're impressive. I mean, they're a winning team. I think they're ranked like second in the state for. 3A, which is crazy impressive, and especially, speaking of which, they're coming from a background of being a great team. So just continuing to have that name is impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Easton Oaks, they're another team that's really good, and I think their matchup with Burl is going to be a close one. Uh, both teams, obviously, speaking from their record, are winning teams. Um, I know Burl has great defense. They're only allowing, I think, on average 29 points, I want to say, wow. 29 30 um, so they're a team that's, if they're not scoring, they're still going to shut you down on defense. Um, but I think that that'll be one of the best matchups of the first round.
0: Um, I'm the, I'm, uh, Riley's fact checker, uh, 29.9. So you said 29 or 30, you were spot on. Eef. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, they rely on defense now. It's great to have that kind of defense. You do have to score the basketball to to, to have success. Yes, too. absolutely. <laughs> all right. Uh back to the brackets. Let's go to the bottom half of the uh or the bottom half. It's actually the right side, the way they settle up now. Uh Shady Side Academy uh is uh, number two. Jonna Burke um cleared all her hurdles and uh, has coached the Bulldogs to a 19 and 2 record. They will be taking on Mohawk Saturday, four o'clock. That game has been moved. Originally it was supposed to be at Shadyside Academy at noon. It's a 4 p.m. game, and it is at Avonworth. So Avonworth will be hosting a triple header uh coming up on Saturday. Number two, Seed, our Lady of the Sacred Heart. Uh, they will be taking on Elwood City. Good match up there in the 10-7 game the wolverines uh and the chargers both with identical 15 and seven records beaver falls the boys team struggled we're used to their the boys team having success but it was the lady tigers getting it done uh they had a big victory over nishanik down the stretch co-champions uh in their section uh section one they are 16 and 6. they will be hosting mcguffey Saturday at noon. And Waynesburg Central, a team that's uh, had a couple of nice years now in a row. Um, They were co-champions with South Park. The Raiders will be hosting Seton LaSalle in which should be a very intriguing matchup Saturday at noon at Waynesburg Central. What about these matchups? Some pretty good matchups even early on. A lot of times, Riley, we look ahead and get excited, but there's some good matchups coming up on Saturday on this side.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, despite seeing LaSalle's record, I think that that game against Wayne'sburg will be yep. a great game. Mallory Daly's having a heck of a season again. She had a great one last year. She's continuing to do it again this year. I know Shadyside's having a great year. Maggie Spell's doing really well over there. Um, Beaver Falls, we scrimmaged them earlier in the year. They're a good team. They're another team where defense is a huge focus for them. They're, they'll are they press you, they'll, they'll you full-court press the entire game if they have to.
0: Yeah, and it showed off. They've also put up some pretty good numbers uh, defensively as well. So um, this is a tough side of the bracket in uh, Class 3A. Not that the top half wasn't, but uh, seven teams will make it to the PIAA playoffs out of girls Class 3A, those first-round games again coming up. On Saturday, let's go to class Two a now 16 team playoff field. These first round games are coming up on Friday. Greensburg, central Catholic. uh, They are the number one seed. They will be hosting Northgate Friday at seven. Uh, Burgettstown, the number eight seed. They get Rochester. Good one at Burgettstown at seven o'clock for Cherry. Uh, The Rangers co-champs in Section 2, they will be taking on Beth Center. Uh, That game is at AHN Arena at Peters Township High School, Friday night, 6 o'clock. And Chartier's Houston, uh, they were co-champions with Washington in Section 4. They will be taking on Southside. The Rams finished in fourth place in in Section 1. Anything jump out as far as those four games coming up on Friday?
1: Well, Greensboro Central Catholic is always a great team. I know they right now they have three tremendous players, between Erica Gribble, um, Maya Morgan, and Avery Davis. I mean, they have three nonstop scorers that will also play on the defensive end. Um, We've played them, I want to say, three times this year. Uh, We got them once, and they got us twice, once being in the regular season. Uh, I think they're – they're going to have a pretty good season the rest of the year. They've had a great season already so far, and I think that they're going to go really far in that bracket.
0: Yeah, they are uh, the uh, favorites on that left side, no question Absolutely. about it. Um, number two, as we go back to the brackets on the other side, an Aliquippa team that has had a fantastic uh, season. Uh, they were undefeated for a while, uh, lost once, just lost uh, near the tail end of the regular season. So they bring a 19-2 and record. Into the postseason. It's like glory days back in the late 80s for the Lady Quips of Aliquippa. They will be hosting Carlin, or excuse me, not Carlin, California in the first round on Friday at seven o'clock. Freedom, uh, they have had an outstanding program over the last few years. Shape Bailey, a big part of that. The Bulldogs will be hosting Clariton. And uh, everyone knows the exploits of Ayana Way. It's a two outstanding players. Hooking up in that 7 10 matchup on Friday at Freedom. Sarah Catholic, a strong number three seed, uh, they finished 18 and 4. They will be taking on Brentwood uh, Friday at 7 o'clock. And Washington, mentioned them, they were co champions with Chartiers Houston. The Little Prexies will be hosting Winchester Thurston. The Bears, um, they had the championship run a few years ago back to back. Uh, in class A, now in 2A, uh, sub 500 record, 10 and 12, but still pretty good uh, season for the Bears of Winchester Thurston. Uh, what about the right side in class 2A?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at Aliquipa and Sarah Catholic going pretty far. Sarah Catholic puts up a ton of points a game. Obviously, Aliquipa, they won their section, they're having a great year. Uh, but I'm thinking those two meeting meeting somewhere in the end or somewhere along the lines is gonna be a really good matchup. Um Clariton's obviously a good team as well. Wade's having a good season. Uh and I think I think California is playing they're 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 picking it up the last couple games.
0: They're other hands full, but you know um every once in a while a fifteen will knock off a two. If Riley is correct and it comes down to Aliquippa and Sarah winning their first two games, that would be a delicious semifinal matchup uh, uh, down the road uh, between the Quips and the Eagles. All right, one more. It's Class A, and again, small field because they only have three sections. So it's a um, 12-team playoff field, much like uh, 4A. um, There will be four first-round buys. There you see them. Let's zero in on the left side. Union, what a machine the Scotty's have become, uh, defending WPIO and PIAA champions, 16 and 5. And a lot of those five losses were early in the season against a strong non section schedule. They'll play the winner of the Jeanette West Green game. Jeanette, one of those great stories. I think they only had seven players, and yet they fielded a competitive team, finishing eight and nine. Most, a lot of games just with the five players uh, dressing. Uh, great story, though, of perseverance at uh, Jeanette Riverview, fourth seed. They finished as co champs with St. Joe's in section three. They'll play the winner of the first round game uh, coming up on Monday between Leechburg and Manesson. Uh, that game at Manesson on Monday. What say you, Riley?
1: Yeah, I mean, Union has some great players. We played them this year. Kelly Cleaver is. She's all-around great player. She's somebody that you don't want to be in the paint with. Um, let's, just, <laughs> let's just say that. She's she's somebody that once that shot goes off, she's thrown off the wall. Um, but I think that they're going to have a great season again. They're, great. they're going to finish it out well, uh, whether that be winning it all or going as far as they can. Um, I think they're going to go really far in Whippeal and in PIAA.
0: Do you get a soft spot in your heart when you hear stories like a Jeanette where teams are up against it. They don't have the talent. They don't have the numbers, but they fight, 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 scratch, scratch, scratch. And their reward is a WPIO playoff berth. Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, it's, it's great to see teams like that, that it's, it's all effort. It's all yep. heart that goes into it. And it's that's, they deserve it. It's not one of those placements where it's given to you, where you have a powerhouse team and it's a given they fought for it. They crawled through every game. they, Putting in every effort that they could. Yep. So they. De- I think that they deserve it just as much as everybody else.
0: Well said. And the, you mentioned Union, Kelly Cleaver. she's helped us out on some things too. So she, like you, very well-spoken, very knowledgeable uh, about the game. So a couple of bright young minds. Um, all right, to the other side of the Class A brackets, Aquinas Academy. They made it all the way to the finals. A year ago, they weren't expected to, but they did. Now they kind of are. They've earned the number two seed with a strong year, 15-6, and finishing behind Union in Section 1. They will play the winner of the 10-7 game, Eden Christian Academy against Geibel Catholic. We had Emma Larkin as our player of the week a few weeks ago. Uh, She's excited. Uh, She talked uh, a a lot uh, in, in our podcast about how Geibel Catholic hasn't won a playoff game in a while. They, Before she, she's she gone, she wants to make sure that the Gators have a playoff victory or two. They have a chance. Uh, they, that game, the 7-10 game, the Gators and the uh, Warriors is at York High School on Monday at 6 o'clock. St. Joe's the number three seed there, 19-2. They will play the winner of Maple Town at Bishop Canavan. There's a team, if you want to look for a dark horse, Bishop Canavan really finishing strong, including a victory over Aquinas Academy down the stretch. So don't let that 6-13 and 13 record fool you, Riley. The Crusaders got some game.
1: No, they absolutely do. We've played them a few times in the past couple of years, and every time we play them, they put up a great fight on both offense and defensive end. Uh, St. Joe's is honestly looking really good for me. They've have a, they have a couple of really strong players that know how to score the ball. I mean, they're they're putting up tons of points a game. Yeah. When teams are putting up 50, 60 points a game, sometimes 70, like th- that's hard to stop when it's, especially when it's consistent.
0: Yep, good point. Um, so five teams in class A will advance to the PIAA playoffs. I think I overlooked two A. Eight teams. So any team that gets past round one will uh, make it to the PIAA. No, not only make it to the district quarterfinals, they'll make it to the PIAA um, tournament as well. Before we wrap things up, I, I want to ask you, um, you know, we're, we're talking about these state births. Uh, now this year, again, the WPIAO, it's not playing, they're not playing follow the leader as in years past. They're playing actual, Consolation games to decide, you know, who will be fifth, who will be or third, fourth, fifth, sixth, depending on how many teams get in. First of all, do you like that play your way in, or are you old school follow the uh winner?
1: I think that it always should have been play your way in. I think that every game is different. I mean, there's upsets every single right. game, like almost every game or every time that there's a game, there's some form of upset, whether it be even in certain quarters, like people are outscoring those who are not expected. So I think that every chance is a brand new chance and that past games shouldn't really dictate what the future is. Yeah,
0: good for you. I I totally, I and many others totally agree. Um, Let me ask you this. Based on that, you have to at least get to the quarterfinals. Whether you're a favorite, like one of the top two, three seeds, whether you're middle of the road, or even if you're a long shot, is there more pressure in that first game, knowing you lose that season's over? You you at least win, get to the quarterfinals, and you control your own destiny as far as the district playoffs and the state playoffs. Is there more pressure in that opener?
1: I don't know if I would even consider it pressure. I mean, I'm somebody who likes likes a challenge like that. So I, I enjoy when there's something on the line or when there's something to actually play for and it's not just a game to play. Right. Like, obviously I'm not a huge fan of consolation games, but if there's a consolation game, like we're gonna go out there and we're gonna win. We're not placing fourth, we're gonna place third. We're not placing sixth, we're gonna place fifth, something like that. Um, but I would say that it's understandable going into that and feeling like this is a bigger game than even say the next one, obviously bracket wise, it's not, but say you make it past that first round, then you still have other games no matter what. But if you don't, then your season's over. Yep.
0: yep. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Riley Callake, our uh, girls basketball expert showing us, uh, showing you why um, she will be joining us. Each week through not only the WPL playoffs, but hopefully into the PIAA playoffs, keeping an eye on what's going on and uh, throwing her two cents down uh, as to uh, how these brackets are playing out. Again, we're excited. We're going to be uh, broadcasting games beginning Friday. Um, check out our website each and every day, tribhssn.triblive.com. We will have broadcasts. We will have all the articles, and we will continue our Player of the Week and Team of the Week podcasts, you know, every Monday and Tuesday and then midweek, depending on how the schedule plays out because there's going to be games every day. Uh, Chris Harlan for the boys, Riley Calakay of Upper St. Clair for the girls will be joining us for our playoff update. This was our preview. and then, Now from here on in, it's our playoff update podcast. Riley, great job.
1: Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I'm I'm super excited to be back.
0: All right. We'll talk to you next week. Yes. I'll see you then. Riley Calacay joining us on the Rebel Yell podcast on the Trib Live High School Sports Network.